If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, so that's awesome. It's everything you need to make a podcast in just one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, eaters. Let's talk about the perfect pot of rice. I grew up on the West Coast of the United States, and in the Northwest, we have a large um, population who eats more rice than bread, and that's how I grew up as well. My mom lived in India. My dad's from England. Um, That has nothing to do with rice, but... um, Let's make the perfect pot of rice. We always had a rice cooker on the counter at home, and rice and sauce is my favorite food, whether it's teriyaki sauce or Szechuan sauce. I don't care um, unless it has my allergen, so I have to make it at home anyway, so I can't order out. Um, so let's make the perfect pot of rice. Um, let's start with what I have in my cabinet is a basmati rice, I believe. I might have a jasmine right now. I'm not quite sure, but I keep it in an easy access container and um, refill that from my larger size um, bulk rice on the lower cabinet. Um, So I'll take my um, easy handle uh, rice container and I'll pour out probably a cup Um, or you can use a mug and you can fill up the whole mug. That's probably two cups, um, of rice though. So that's a large amount and you'll have leftovers. Um, you can use a pot on the stove or a pot in the rice cooker. Uh, oftentimes I will wash the rice first. So you'll wash it once or twice, and then you can strain it either through a strainer if you have one or using your hand, just pour out most of the right, the water slowly, and then you can wash it again. And then you pour out the water slowly, and then you can rinse the rice again. And you do that until that water is clear. And then you put that on the stove or in the rice cooker. So if you put that in the rice cooker, you're going to fill up the water to about a thumbnail or your first knuckle, depending on the size of your thumb, right? So um, if you don't have a very large, maybe thumbnail, you might need a little bit more water, but it's a good rule of thumb to fill up that water. Um, You just take your thumb and you push it down, um, but don't push the rice down, but you wanna put your thumb through the water so that you can use it as a measuring. And the rice should be level all around, of course, and maybe when the water isn't running. Anyway, so you wanna fill it up to um, about maybe between that nail bed and that first knuckle of your thumb to make sure you have enough water. And then you put your lid on. And if you're doing this on a rice cooker, you press cook. And if you're doing this on the stove, maybe you put it on medium high, like the level four and a half, maybe depending on how hot your stove gets. And then you will maybe wanna come back in 10 minutes. 
and you want to adjust that level down, the rice cooker will do it automatically. But then if it's boiling too heavily, you don't want to burn the rice. So you turn it down to a medium low, maybe a two and a half, and do that for another 10 minutes. And by that time, your rice should be out of water to bubble away. So turn that uh, heat off, move your rice off of the burner if all the water is gone, and let it sit uh, for about one minute and then spoon up your rice and have an excellent meal. Um, let's see, what should we put with our rice? I think maybe we'll defrost some chicken, um, before we put our rice on, of course, but this will be the second part. <laughs> um, Maybe we'll make a teriyaki sauce. So we'll take a half a cup of soy sauce, a half a cup of brown sugar, a cup of water, and boil that on the stove. And I would add cornstarch maybe at this point. So mix up a tablespoon of cornstarch or a teaspoon, um, maybe... Not very good at measuring the cornstarch, uh, but you wouldn't want to do too much because then your stuff will be too thick. But so let's do two teaspoons. That's a nice midway. And we'll do a tablespoon of cold water and mix it together so that it's a liquid and then add that into the pot for your teriyaki sauce. And then you let that go up to a simmer and stir it with maybe a silicone covered um, whisk or a metal whisk if you're not using a non-stick pan, but you don't want to mix your metal tools into your non-stick pans. That makes them, well, toxic. So don't do that. Don't scratch the non-stick pans. Um, if you can avoid it, just be careful because then they're actually, when you're cooking with them, it's not so great. So um, let your teriyaki sauce come up to a simmer, but you want to keep stirring it so um, that cornstarch gets its fun and it gets evenly cooked and then that'll thicken up and you can put that on your chicken, which at this point you have defrosted, cubed up and thrown into a hot pan, maybe with some oil and then put all everything that the raw chicken has touched, go ahead and wash it right now. While that chicken is cooking on its first side, you can clean up the counter, you can wipe everything down, hopefully with bleach if you have it in your kitchen. I keep a little spray bottle next to my soap and I have um, bleach in there so that when I cook with raw chicken, I can immediately clean up any traces of it and control salmonella because that's important and we don't want to get food poisoning. So, or E. coli or salmonella or anything yucky like that that would send us to the hospital. So, um, now that my chicken is cooking, I can saute that a little bit in my pan and um, wash my hands, right? Now that I've cleaned up everything that had the raw chicken on it, I can stir my chicken around. And when it's cooked all the way through, preferably to 165 degrees, but if it's little tiny cubes like that, you just wanna make sure that they're cooked all the way through, maybe brown on the outside, be very, you know, diligent with cooking raw chicken. Maybe if you don't feel confident, you can even buy pre-cooked grilled chicken in your freezer section, and then you never have to handle raw chicken. Or you can get the rotisserie chicken even and make that into a teriyaki chicken. 
I support all of these choices, um, depending on your time, your access to uh, cooking surfaces and what whatever shortcuts you want to take, make it happen. I love it. Uh, so take your chicken of choice and throw it on top of some rice and scoop up some of that teriyaki sauce onto it and maybe add some sriracha if that's your style or some crushed red peppers if that's more your style. And I'm a big fan of chopsticks, but if that's not your game, go ahead and grab that fork and Enjoy, eaters. Enjoy that teriyaki on your perfect rice and eat at home Netflix and teriyaki today. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.